This is a GRDC podcast. Hello, I'm Hilary Sims. Barley grain growers are being urged to remain on high alert following the recent discovery of SDHI resistance in spot form of neplotch in the WA grain belt. It's been uncovered by the Centre for Crop and Disease Management, CCDM, which is a co-investment by the GRDC and Curtin University. Importantly, it marks the first recorded case of SDHI resistance in barley spot form of neplotch in Australia. Deb Bishop is based in Perth and she sat down with CCDM's Fungicide Resistance Project Leader, Dr Fran Lopez, to learn more about this significant discovery and its consequences for the grains industry. Well, as you can imagine, net form of net blotch was an important discovery last year when uh, when it was found to have resistance to SDHIs and DMI fungicides in the York Peninsula. So we we were waiting for um, for resistance developing in a spot for net blotch. Um, so we've been monitoring quite extensively for uh, for these for these disease in the in the last few months, in, and it has now been found in Western Australia. So it is quite concerning because it's a very widespread disease um, so you can find it in pretty much every every region uh, that is growing barley in Australia and and the concern was that developing resistance uh, especially to this important group of chemicals uh, will have uh, important consequences for growers. So the fungicide resistance was uncovered in samples collected from the Cunderdon region just tell me a little bit about that initial discovery of the resistance how did it come about? Well um, this actually was um, um, developed in uh, in a very similar way to many of the other cases that we have been involved in uh, in the past so uh, a switch tone agronomist just uh, brought a sample uh, because was concerned about the about the efficacy of the treatment on on that particular paddock, um, so this sample was analysed and we came across um, a number of mutations that were related with uh, uh, different levels of uh, sensitivity uh, or tolerance uh, to the SDHI chemicals. I understand that the researchers revealed that the resistance may have been developing over a significant period of time. The cropping system that the sample came from, what do you think were the drivers of selection pressure in, in regard to that resistance developing over time? Well, actually, you are really, really right on this one because um, um, the cropping system really determines how fast the selection pressure is going to occur. So in this particular case, um, it was actually quite similar to what we experienced in the York Peninsula. It was on barley on barley uh, system where uh, the same SDHI was used at the beginning of the season. So as you can imagine, there was a lot of um, inoculum there, season after season, in, in that stubble. Uh, being a stubble-borne disease, so um, the disease pressure was increasing uh, as well as the selection pressure for on the chemical. So it was, it was meant to happen, and in the end, it did. So after the initial sample, there was a, a more comprehensive ground survey from areas around the Cunderdon region. Um, what exactly did those findings reveal for you? Well, we, we, we did actually um, a very comprehensive study where we collected samples from around 10 kilometres from uh, the, the, the ground zero, if we can call it that way, uh, paddock. And, and then we went back to the lab and we analysed all that material. So it was actually a very comprehensive study and, and we found um, uh, very high levels of uh, tolerance to or what we call reduced sensitivity um, to SDHI compounds 
Um, more specifically, we found around 40% of the samples that were analyzed um, actually contain reduced sensitivity to these SEHIs. And, and a smaller, smaller number or smaller frequency, around 3%, 2.5 to 3% of those samples were fully resistant to these chemicals. So I think that this information is very important because it allows us to put in, you know, into perspective um, what's the spread of this resistance in the field and, and what is going on in a broader picture. Now, um, SDHI resistance, uh, there's been a monitoring program for it in WA since 2014, but it is the first time it's been detected in um, spot form of net blotch of barley. What does this mean for growers going forward? You know, any strategies that you would suggest for WA growers uh, that they should follow in the future? Well, actually, these strategies are very important for, for the whole country So um, um, and are, are not that different, really. So we really... The main thing is that we really have to take into account this problem and change our management practices. So we we cannot rely on the use of SEHI chemicals um, uh, upfront in our crops or within our crops um, within the season I'm in if we are experiencing resistance to these chemicals. So we really need to take this into account. So um, I would say that probably um, the most important strategy is to uh, is to avoid growing uh, barley and barley, um, and I know that in some cases it's actually quite quite hard. Um, but this is this is this is going to be driving uh, the amount of disease that we've got in that, in those paddocks. Um, so choosing fungicides mixtures with the different mode of actions is going to contribute. Uh, uh, a lot to this management because if you think about this we're going to be using different chemicals that are going to be acting at different pathways on this on these pathogens so the, the chances of resistance developing are going to be uh, way lower so now specifically about around the, the, the these regions where fungus are resistance to SDHI compounds have been found so um, if we are experiencing this problem, uh, I would say that probably one of the key things is to stop using these products. So not for good, but just to give the chance to the whole system to recover so we can bring them back into our rotations uh, as so, soon as possible. So don't use group seven. Correct. Yeah. So we are if you have uh, um, if you have uh, a sample that has tested resistance and you resistant to SEHIs in your paddock, so probably the most sensible thing to do is is, is to stop using a group seven at least for a season, right? Um, now, if you haven't got resistance in your paddock or your region is free from resistance. Um, still you should be cautious in, in the way that you use group 7 chemicals or SDHIs. So um, not you, don't, don't use them for more than once in a season. Actually that's, uh, that probably is, uh, is, uh, is a logical thing to do considering that the chances of resistance developing is, is, developing is quite high. Um, but you know it's not all about SDHI chemicals. So we also got DMI or group 3 uh, fungicides in there and we are known for a while that there is resistance to these chemicals in both spot form and net form uh, net blotch uh, diseases. So um, not relying on the same compound from this mode of action is going to be critical for maintaining the effectivity of the other DMIs um, against these diseases for as long as possible. So we're going to try 
to uh, minimize the use of chemicals that are quite affected by the, the resistance to DMIs, and we're going to try to rotate the other chemicals that are not that affected to this, uh, about this resistance as much as we can. Have you got some tips for growers? I mean, clearly there'd be concern in regard to the spread of this uh, throughout the regions. What, what are your tips for identifying spot form of net blotch in, in Bali specifically? What should they do if they suspect possible SDHI resistance? Probably the most important thing is to consider whether the treatment has been effective or not. So if the, if the spray has been applied according to the, to, the, to the product label and diseases are still there uh, at very high levels, so the, the most important thing at this, at, this, at this stage is to collect the sample and, and submit it to the Center for Crop and Disease Management. So where um, uh, a team of researchers supported by um, an important investment, investment from uh, GRDC um, are going to be trying to determine whether actually this is a, a resistant case or uh, we're looking at other, other factors that are driving this high level of disease in the field. And I suppose uh, cases like this do illustrate the value of um, effective research and development in areas like this. Absolutely. So um, basically, um, if you think about um, how long does it take to um, train the researchers that are behind uh, this work and, and the equipment that is required and the laboratories. So, you know, um, GRDC has been uh, making a, a very important effort in order to, um, to, to get this team together. And now we're actually at the forefront of fungus resistant research, not just in Australia, but um, uh, we are actually occupying a very important place uh, worldwide. Fran, thanks very much for talking to us. Thank you very much for your time. That was Dr. Fran Lopez. Fungicide Resistance Management and Disease Impacts Project Leader at the Centre for Crop and Disease Management. He was speaking with Deb Bishop. More information about this topic can be found in the description box of this podcast or online at grdc.com.au. I'm Hilary Sims. Thanks for listening. <laughs>